the Next Level Leaders podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and thank you for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so grateful for all of you who tune in every single week. It is a delight to know that you are being empowered and you are being exposed to some of the great thought leaders and strategists that we believe can help you as a leader get to the next level. Now, let me tell you, I'm grateful for each one of you. I am so appreciative of the support that you have in downloading this podcast It is my desire to get this podcast ultimately into over a million folks. We are trending toward 100,000 and we need your help. We've been on just a few months and we would love for you to send this to as many people as you can to encourage them to subscribe, subscribe. Also, I encourage you to follow me at Joseph Walker three on Instagram and let me know if this podcast is a blessing to you. Incredibly grateful for all of your responses and we'll be planning some things very, very soon for our audience and doing some giveaways and things of that nature. So we really appreciate you so much. One of the things that I would like you to do is if you do not have my book, uh, the last two actually, No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution, which I believe will help every leader move vision to reality, vision to fruition, the execution process. How do you make it happen? And then Restored at the Root is my last book that I've written. And it is a book that um, that's number 12. And it is a book that helps us to process many of the issues that lie at the root of our lives that we have not dealt with. And part of that is what I will address today, because today's subject is one that I believe all of us have had to deal with in the workplace, in our homes, etc. That is dealing with difficult people. Now, we have to admit, that it is not easy trying to work in environments where you know people are, you know, sabotaging your productivity. People are trying to hinder your progress. It is tough. And there are folks listening right now. You are so zoned in on this one because there are people who have been difficult in your life for months, even years. There are people on campus, people in your home. And the question is, how do you deal with it? How do you literally deal with folks who are nemesis to you. I want to help you today as a leader. And I want you to really put on that cap today. And I want you to think about who you are. And I want you to think about how much your response matters. So I want you to get a pen, take out paper, or make sure you have something to record to get this because this is going to be tremendously helpful for you. Number one, I want you to think about This issue of EQ, emotional intelligence, I want you to be aware of EQ because as a leader, you have to walk in every environment with a sense of situational awareness. I remember when I became a leader over a international reformation, I spent two years before I made any significant moves studying human personalities of leaders around me. I read that book, Emotional Intelligence, and I was able to find out where people were sensitive, were the areas that were still tender to the touch, how people responded in certain heated environments or stressful environments. 
And what you have to realize is that having situational awareness makes you a better leader because you don't go in and you're blindsided by people who act in adverse ways. Um, I think it's important for us to be cognizant that people are different. They bring in a variety of different issues to the table and how they process and how they respond to certain situations helps you as a leader know how to facilitate your vision in a way that will include even your strongest adversary. And so I talk about that in the book, No Opportunity Wasted. And I think that it's important because we have to realize something. You go into a room and everybody is not monolithic. It's not going to be the same kind of thought process. Everybody's not going to hear your vision the same. Everybody's not going to see you the same. So you have to walk in with a great awareness of emotional intelligence. And so I encourage you to get that book, read it, understand it, study it, because as a leader, you got to study people. You got to know what makes people click. You got to know what triggers people in terms of them becoming adversarial, where people coming from in terms of their behavior. And I believe as a leader, you have to take that initiative to discover that. Now, here's the deal. When you do that, the second thing is going to be very important. It's going to be, it's going to pop out at you like really strong is don't assume it's about you. Much of the <laughs> resistance, much of the frustration you're experiencing from this person has absolutely nothing to do with you. What you're dealing with is what I talked about in Restored at the Root, the un reconciled issues at the root of a person's life. And oftentimes people deflect their own pain, their own issues upon people who may represent various things in their life. So you're taking it personal. You can't take the difficult person's actions toward you or even reaction toward you as always a personal attack. When you understand that first principle of situational awareness and EQ, then you begin to realize that maybe this has brought up an unmet expectation in their life. Maybe this has brought up, you know, one issue that was very painful for them. And so we oftentimes just associate the behavior as being zoned in on us. They don't like me. They always coming at me, but it's really not always completely you. Some of it may be, I'll give you that, but it is important to understand. This is important that people are dealing with a variety of things. Sometimes they're miserable in their own situation. Your trajectory, your life, your happiness juxtaposes their reality in real time. Sometimes people hate to see you excited, hate to see you moving forward, progressing. They hate to see you walk up and be encouraging because their life is messed up privately. And so you have to begin to think, what makes this person this way? Why does this person become so bitter, so salty, so venomous? It is because they are dealing with some personal issues that have yet to be reconciled. And you have to be aware that it's not always about you. You get that? It's not always about you. So as a leader, the next level leader, you have to be very clear that you understand that. I remember 
when I first was called to our church in Nashville. And I remember there was someone I felt like they had me in their bullseye. I felt like that everything I did was never good enough. I felt like it was just difficult until I began to realize and get to know that person a lot better. And I began to realize that there were some issues of trauma and things that happened to them that had nothing to do with me. And they were just acting out because of the inability to process what had occurred in their own life. My leadership, my wanting to move forward and continue to be progressive caused them to struggle because they wanted kind of a communal pause. They wanted everybody to take note of their pain, of their situation. And if we continue to move forward, then their pain would be forgotten. So you have to just go through that. Now, I realize many of you listening to me saying, I don't have time to go through that process. It's too exhausting. But let me tell you, if you're going to be a leader and if you're going to be a leader of more than one individual, you're going to have to spend time understanding EQ and you're going to have to spend time understanding that it is not always about you. It is simply sometimes misguided emotions that are directed toward you, things that people have yet to reconcile. And this is why you have to really think about sometimes it is intimidation. This is the third thing, because, see, when dealing with difficult people, you have to own the fact that you're going to inevitably expose a level of intimidation among people. And if you are bright like you are, if you are progressive like you are, if you are producing the kind of fruit that you are, it is par for the course. People become very territorial, right? And when you show up as the new kid on the block or you show up with some ideas that they've never seen before, it brings up a level of insecurities. And you you really cannot manage someone else's insecurities. What you have to realize is that when people are intimidated, it is just a natural thing that people deal with that they have to really overcome in the spirit realm. Um, I think that's important. That's so important to understand. So that means you have to be clear about who you are and you have to be okay with that. And you have to recognize that I cannot play this game of territorialism because that is often the first response of people who have intimidations. They want to put you in places where they can control you or they can feel more empowered, et cetera. But don't put yourself in a place where you are used for someone else's emotional gain here. It, it is so important uh, that you understand that every time you show up, when you talk about vision, you know, that's why when you, when you understand that Joseph made that one mistake with his brothers, he shared his dream. And when you share your dream with everybody, this is what occurs. You can't share your dreams. You can't share what you're working on, what you're planning with everybody because there will be efforts to sabotage it. It brings out insecurities in people. So you have to be super, super duper sensitive to this issue and make certain that you're doing it in the proper way. Number four, you have to keep producing because people cannot fight your fruit. The Bible says that you shall know them by the fruit that they bear. Rather than focus on the people who are not with you or the ways in which they are attempting to prevent what you are trying to produce, your counter on this should be, I am yet going to produce. I'm going to use this as motivation to continue to produce. I have a mantra. It's produce without excuse. This mantra is about 
helping people overcome any barrier, mental or physical or financial, and to consistently produce at a high level. Because people can say whatever they want to say about you, but fruit doesn't lie. Better way of saying that is fruit don't lie. And I think that that is one of the things that people need to understand. I remember, man, early on, and even now, people may not ever like me. They'll chat and say things about me, but then they'll say, oh, but I can't deny that God has done great things through him because the fruit speaks for itself. That's why the Bible says, write the vision, make it plain, uh, that those who read it can run with it. The vision is for an appointed time. And the Bible says, watch this, in the end, it will speak. How does a vision speak? The same way fruit speaks. It undeniably declares this is what it is and this is what it isn't. And people who understand that literally walk in a tremendous level of blessing and favor regarding their leadership capacities. And so I think it's just important for us to think about that when dealing with difficult people, keep producing. Don't put your hand to the plow and look back. The scripture says one is not fit to do that for the kingdom if you do. So as a leader, every day I wake up, I'm constantly producing. I'm trying to make it happen. Why? Because I don't want to give energy to the naysayer. I don't want to give energy to the people who are trying to sabotage what God is doing in and through my life. So I want you to hear me, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to know that you are a next level leader. And it is so important that you really understand this principle. Keep producing. Keep writing the book. Keep going to class. Keep moving forward. Don't allow this to paralyze you, cause you to get to a place, you know, I don't feel like it or I'm not in that space in my life. Listen, let me tell you, this will be one of the greatest seasons of your life if you understand how to produce. Your fruit will never lie on you. You know, number five is so important because one of the things you have to realize, whatever you're dealing with, you have to elevate and not deviate. Now, now what does that mean? Elevate, but not deviate. That simply means that I have to have a spirit of transcendence. I have to rise above the trivial, rise above every negative statement spoken over my life. I have to be willing to say, rather than deviate from the purpose and the assignment and the mission that God is establishing in my life, I am going to elevate above the negativity. I'm going to elevate above that which seeks to pull me back. You ever wondered, and I think it's a mystery of nature, right? I walked by the street one day and I wondered, how did the cat catch the bird? I mean, the bird, the bird has wings. The cat, though, can climb trees, but the bird should be able to fly away. The reason why the cat was able to catch the bird and had the bird in his mouth was because the bird spent too much time looking down from the top of the tree rather than looking up where it was about to go. I think that so many of us, we give too much energy to those things that are beneath us in seasons. We give too much energy and focus to those things, and it causes us to be so incredibly upset and frustrated because we have given needless energy to people, places, and things that hinder 
our natural progress toward greatness. So I want to tell you, elevate, take it to the next level. Take what you're doing and say, I'm rising above this. I am moving to a whole new plateau. Watch what will happen when you elevate your thinking, you elevate your crowd, you elevate everything around you. Amazing, amazing things will begin to happen. Well, number six is a declaration. It's not worth my mental health. Ladies and gentlemen, as next level leaders, you have got to make certain that you don't allow the negativity, the difficult person to cause you to become something that you're not. Don't let it change you. Are you getting this? Don't let it cause you to be stressed out on medications, all because you're trying to figure out how this person or thing fits in the scheme of what God has told me to accomplish. I believe, like now more than ever, I believe it is important for you to really understand your mental health matters. So if you find yourself consumed and overwhelmed with all of this stuff, let it go. You got to take care of your head. You got to make sure your head is all right in the middle of this so that you will never shortchange the people that you lead. There are a lot of people who are dealing with low-grade mental issues that are causing so many problems and causing them to be misunderstood because they just haven't allowed themselves to pull away from those dysfunctions and deal with themselves. Maybe that looks like a sabbatical. Maybe it's like taking a vacation the moment I feel myself about to crash because I've got to do this the right way. And I want to make sure you're hearing me on this because I believe very strongly that this is the right way. It's not worth my mental health. It's not worth me losing sleep. It's not worth me missing out on what I know God has called me to do. So I just want to encourage you on that one because there's a lot of resources. And when I wrote Restored at the Root, I referenced something of that and the need for resources and the need to be all what God has called us to be. That final thing, that final thing, know how to reconcile and know when to release. So important when dealing with difficult people. So let's say you've got a situation where there's somebody that's constantly just a constant nemesis year after year, and you've been trying to reconcile, you've been the big person, you've been trying to make it work, and it just hasn't worked or evolved. That may be the truest signal of all that it is time to move forward, time to move on. You cannot get stuck in spaces that are toxic. You must understand God is an amazing God. Great plans he has for all of our lives. But a part of this is understanding when it is necessary to relax or when it is necessary for us to reconcile and when it is necessary for us to release. And I believe, I threw that word relax in almost like a Freudian slip. It is the idea that I must relax. I must chill. I must not let this stuff stress me out and say, you know what? I'm going to do my best as a leader to try to salvage this relationship knowing what I know. 
Maybe I'm dealing with somebody who has some personal demons and things they're struggling with. And maybe nobody has ever had the courage to go to them and talk them through that. That may be the assignment you have over your life. When you think about these seven things and you think about a difficult workspace, solutions are all throughout. There are ways in which you can manage these moments that will bring glory to God, but you've got to be willing to trust God. You've got to be willing to say, hey, God, if this is what you desire me to do and the place you desire me to be, I've got to make certain that I am living out your will in the earth. I believe that there is no escape from difficult people because there are moments in which you and I are difficult and don't even realize it. Ask the people around you, have you ever come to work, ever been in a situation with you and you were being difficult, but you denied it? We all deny the fact that we're difficult, but we all have some areas in our lives that can be worked on. Because of that is the reason you should express a sense of mercy, empathy, in order to help others receive what they need. I hope you have been blessed by this today. These seven principles I think are so critical for every person. Let me rehearse them again for your hearing. Be aware of EQ, emotional intelligence, where people are in their headspace, what's happening with their family. Number two, don't assume it's always about you. Know that people are dealing with a lot of things and it just may be you because you're just the closest thing or you're in the wrong place at the right time. And then there is this idea of accepting the fact that there's a low-grade intimidation. When you show up, you intimidate people. Nothing you can do about it. It's their EQ. It's their emotional deficiencies that create this. But just continue to be who you are and continue to trust God to get you where you need to be. Number four is the principle of producing. Continue to produce no matter what. Keep producing Nobody can fight the fruit. Remember, to elevate, don't deviate. Continue to rise, but don't deviate from the original mission. Number six, it is not worth your mental health. No matter what you are dealing with, no matter what level of trauma, it is not worth you losing your mind in the process. And that's why number seven is so important, because you have got to know when to reconcile, and you've got to know. Not only when to reconcile, but you've got to know when to release. When to say, this thing has come as far as it's going to go. It's time for me or this person to walk away. But I believe reconciliation is a part of who we are as believers. And I hope that this has been a tremendous blessing for you. I hope you've gained some insight that can help you become one of the amazing next level leaders that you are. I'm thankful to God for you. I appreciate you tuning in today. You didn't have to, but you did. Remember, follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Let me know that you were blessed by next level leader and know that I appreciate you. I love each one of you. And I thank God for who you are and who you shall become. Now you go deal with those difficult people now because guess what? Remember, what separates you from them is that you understand clearly that God has some great things in store for your life. Maybe they'll get it and maybe they will begin to realize that God is no respect to a person.
Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, you be blessed. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.